There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I should really be opening the show with uh, Rihanna and Umbrella today. And I don't know whether that would even save you from what's going on out there. You'll need the waders. You'll need the wellies. You'll need the boats. Sport and doubt everywhere. People locked in can't get out. Oh my word. Global warming is here for sure, folks. Where is it all coming from? I thought sort of the end of it yesterday, and here we are today. It continues, and we're being deluged on here in the northeast. Just to remind you, if you have any difficulty with water or flooding or anything like that, we're here for you. Do let us know. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. If there are any difficulties out there, tell me and I'll tell everybody as well. You'll be uh, doing a real good service if you do. So if you have problems with water in any aspect, please do let us know. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Oh, I've got, I got a couple of lovely cards today to the show. I'll just read one of them before I go on. Lovely picture of a cub fox looking at me it says hi jerry first of all congratulations on your award what a tragic story and the thing was jerry you listened to that woman well done also to louise you're a great pair secondly i won a couple of tickets on your show recently to go see mossy flood in delvin hall just to let you know it was absolutely fantastic myself and my husband had the most wonderful night we laughed and laughed it was just great keep up the good work and that comes in from rose healy this afternoon in by Rose lovely to hear from you thanks for the card I really do appreciate it it's going up on our board of cards in the office upstairs I have another one that I'm going to come back to in a little while on a slightly different tack but let me say hello to my first guest on the show today I've spoken to her in the past she is the most creative award winning cake artist she's quite different her business is called Jen's Bakey Cakey and I'm delighted to say hello again to Jenny Moore in afternoon Jenny Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. Are, are you getting the deluge where you are today? So that's a stupid question, isn't it? You are, aren't yeah. you? Yes, oh, I am. I'm try- I was trying to drive and it was, um, yeah, it's shocking. It really is. It's not good out there. That is for sure. Well, listen, thank you for joining me. I see you're at it again with your wonderful creations and designs with Halloween on the horizon. I am. I am. I always kind of get um, inspired when it, when it comes to the holidays. Mm, there's one there what was the one you did recently uh, and it really got a lot of attention online you in pink and then splattered with red stuff yeah yeah uh, it was just um, Taylor Swift um, it was like a tribute to Taylor Swift cake so it's just blood it's just a white cake and um, basically I kind of used to stab it and fake blood comes spilling out so it's really for Halloween um, yeah. and I was wearing white just because to get the the food, edible 
food everywhere and the blood everywhere. <laughs> well, it uh, really caught attention and uh, you got a huge reaction to it. But you do to everything you do because you are creative and what you do is quite different. But here's the yeah. thing. We're talking about something else entirely today because... Mm-hmm. You have been the subject of uh, really abuse in an online context, yes? Yeah, 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 I have, yeah. I, yeah, I have, I suppose. It's just because of my work, um, I guess sometimes people don't understand it and can be disgusted by it. Um, when it comes to, I suppose, eating what seems like very realistic people's heads, and yeah, just a lot of horror and gore. And I guess people think when you cut into something that looks like a human, which is understandable, it can freak people out. So I got a bit of trolling. Mm. And mm. It, it knocked your confidence, not alone from the cake uh, point of view and your creativity, but um, you, 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 on a personal basis, t- you, t- you lost a bit of confidence, did you? I did, yeah, I I, I did. I think um, I wasn't really used to the backlash and I didn't really understand, um, I guess I just didn't really think I'd get that much hate Mm. um, for something, for art, do you know, that kind of way. And I, yeah, I started to understand things are subjective now, but at the time I thought it was more of an attack on me as an artist, but now I'm starting to kind of realise people have different views, you know. Mm. And 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 uh, personally as well, you're a mum of three lovely children. You're from Dunshockland there. You decided as well yourself to shed a few pounds. Tell us that story. You, you decided to lose a wee bit of weight and, and yeah. you know, change your look. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. Well, you see, when I was younger, I did dress very alternative. But then I had my kids. I had three boys. I put on a bit of weight. Um, and then I just got quite unhealthy and I just couldn't really walk during lockdown and stuff. So I lost um, five stone. Wow. And I just started, yeah, I started feeling a bit better about myself and got confident to start dressing how I always wanted to. So, which is probably a bit more revealing. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, if you have it flaunted, I say, what yeah. about it? Good on you, <laughs> young woman. Live one. Yes, live one, indeed, know? indeed. Oh, but listen, hold on a second. Five stone. Mm-hmm. How did you shed that? Do you mind me asking? Over and what over what period of time? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I done everything at the start. I was trying to do all those fad diets and everything, but it just wasn't working for me. So I just went under calorie deficit of three hundred calories and stuck to it for a year, and it flew off me. Mm. So the calorie deficit was kind of like four hundred calories. Um. You know, and then it was quite hard at the start, but then I got used to it, you know. Yes. And I'm back up to 2,000 calories now, so I'm not starving myself. <laughs> ah, good on you. But it worked. Yeah. Obviously, it, it worked. In other words, reducing the intake. over. Yeah. And, and listen, you didn't do it in a crash basis. It was no. over a period of time. It must yeah. be fantastic to yeah. come to the point where you look back and think, oh, my God, look what I was and what I am now. Yeah, I, I think I just feel healthier and I can walk down the road with my kids and my asthma isn't bad. So it's just those little things, you know, and I think, yeah, you do have to kind of realise it was a hard achievement. It took me years. It took me 10 years to lose that. Like, oh, realistically, I tried so many times yes. and it didn't work, you know. Yeah. So I finally have got there and kept it off now for two years. So, yeah, I'm delighted. Good on you, and well done to you. Thank Back you so to you, you, you do dress on the um, on the edge, may I say, a little bit, and uh, yeah. uh, that's your choice <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, and yeah. You, you you show what you you have, and good on you. But this again, <laughs> coming back to this, never mind the abuse with the cakes. You got a right yeah. lashing as well for this, didn't you? 
I, I did. I did. Like, I think most people are very um, supportive and yeah. everybody's been nice and understands. But you get the odd person that they will message you online and ask you, um, say, kind of um, inappropriate things. And then mm. when you turn them down, it gets worse. You know, um, the stuff they say about you, you know, that kind of way about the way you dress or the way you look and all, the, all sorts of things, you know. But that, again, that's just the internet and I'm starting to come to terms with that, you know. Would that have been from a male perspective, may I ask? Yeah, I haven't really got any negativity from women. It's only, it's actually just been from um, men. Mm. Yeah, it really has. Yeah, Mm. yeah, so far. So, not in public. I haven't really got it in public, so that's good, you know. Yeah, because I know you have lots of friends at the school gays and through your children and everything as well, and no no issue there at all. A few looks maybe initially, but no. A few looks. Yeah. And he looks like, oh, Jenny, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you know, but once you get to know people, I yes. mean, at the start, I was uncomfortable, but I was just being me. And I mm. pushed through and said, this is me now. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to wear. So, of course, once everybody gets to know you, that's it. Nobody cares anymore, you know. For sure. And your boys happy? Yeah, my boys don't. They're, they're just in their own little world. They're always happy, do you know. So um, I think once, you know, Mammy's happy, they, they're happier, mm. you know, that kind of way. Mm. So they see me expressing myself, they express themselves and they wear whatever they want now and it's just it's great yeah. to see, you know. Yeah, I can't use the word I'd like to use, but you know what I say, the begrudgers. There's a word before that, you know, well, I'll just say damn the begrudgers, you know what I mean? Yeah, What yeah. about them, you know? And That's it. You know, you're, you're, the reason I talk to you today is because some people you know, succumb to this. You know, the the weight of it is too much for them and and it really does affect people. But you've showed a great steal, may I say. I nearly did. I nearly did um, kind of go into myself and have a bit of anxiety from it. But I have pushed through. And I, I, you know, again, I think sometimes it can be in your own head what people are thinking and they're just doing their own thing. You know what I mean? So, Mm. yeah, you know, there'll always be people who will judge other people and... Yeah, we just have to do what we feel best for us. And that's mm. it, really, isn't it? That's it. That is it. Yeah. And you're happy in your own skin now. You've uh, dealt with oh, yeah. this. And I'm sure it, 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 it reinforces, I would take it, you and how you feel for the future. Do you feel that, that you can, you know, take anything on? Nothing will phase you now. Or, no, or you know, comment will, will knock you. Just about there. Just about. Yeah, okay. Maybe I get the odd thing and I right. go, oh back into myself but no I'm getting there you know and the older I get the more I realise I think with everybody you know you have to analyse what people say and sometimes see are they are they right or are they wrong and most time I think you just have to go with your gut so mm. I am getting there and remember this if these people met you face to face they'd smile at you and put on this pretense but it's behind yeah. the keyboard and the anonymity of people at times, yeah. you know, they feel free to say anything and they don't realise, you know, the yeah. impact of comment and words on people, you know, deeply and how it deeply affects mm-hmm. people. And I think people should think about that before you actually sit down and, and post anything or put any comment up a- at all. Anyway, back to exactly. the to the cakes. What, uh, what's the story? Are you going to be flat out from now to uh, Halloween? Yeah, I hope so. I have a few things coming up. So I have um, just uh, a few cakes for my friends and family and I'm just hopefully do a show here or there. So it'll be all Halloween based. So I'm re- I'll be doing clowns and all sorts. So I'm really looking forward to this. 
this next couple of months. Mm, and you are so different. I mentioned that before when you were with me. Check this wonderful lady out, Jen's Bakey Cakey, and you'll see what we're talking about. Um, eating Father Jack or Father Ted, something yeah. that I'm sure they never thought of when they created the programme. <laughs> no, no, I think they were shocked. I think Tommy Tiernan loved it, and that really yes. made my year. Yeah, ah, oh, listen, Tommy, well, we get the thumbs up from Tommy. You're, you're absolutely yeah. flying, that's for sure. Uh, is your background just again um, confectionery? Are you a trained confectioner? You know, where does this come from? Yeah, no, I when I um, I was living in Kells and I just started um, baking. I wasn't trained. I was um, I did study in Galway. I studied painting, and then I decided, oh, can I was curious, could you paint on a cake? And it kind of all went on from there. When I done my first cake painting, mm. yeah, you, you yeah. So it's... no, no, I I didn't know how to bake. I was thirty when I baked my first cake. There you go, self-taught, brilliant, and look at yeah. you now. But you see, the art—it's the art in the person. You know, you have yeah. those those creative genes, and you've brought that to bear on the on the food stuff as well. Ah, oh, you're exciting. You're different, and what you do That's is great. fantastic. And good luck to you. And uh, yeah. thanks for joining me today to tell other people and and just remind other people that you know those knockers, the people that are out there knocking people and etc. Yeah. Don't let yeah. them. Don't let them get you down. It's simple as that, yeah. isn't it? That's the message. Yeah, and be happy in your skin and do what you want and good luck to you exactly thanks for joining me on the show today Jenny again take care take care bye Bye. that's Jenny Moran there what a great lady she got some knocking I'm telling you on both aspects of our life but uh, a terrific woman and she's on the way onwards and upwards that is for sure you're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio I'll just pick up this other card I got in the post today there's no name on it that's the thing but really the synopsis of the card is uh, the sender is living in Louth Village and tells me that they've been the target of horrific fireworks in the last week and they're terrified and they have a 16 year old dog who is absolutely at its wits end uh, with these fireworks and she just uh, or he I don't know whether he or she said last night was the pits Jerry. I just wanted to write to you on the show just to tell you that our people out there really finding it tough going and these are we reckon they're primary school children uh, we've been in touch with the Gardaí but as soon as uh, they arrive there's nobody about they disappear and I know they think they're only having fun but my cat and dog the dog she mentioned there are just scared you know what and uh, that listener just sent me a lovely card it's a beautiful card just to point out that in Loud Village there's a difficulty there with the fireworks well I understand it It, people just (sighs) have no regard and and, you know children think they're having fun and that in young people and they're entitled to their fun but you're not entitled to scare the wits out of people in their homes or animals either. Loud Village, anybody else with a comment on that one there? 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. We're back after the break with the weather woman. Unbelievable as we're absolutely right. It'd be a great little country if you could roof it. Wouldn't it Eva Keeley from Met Erin? <laughs> it would indeed, if only, if only we could. <laughs> oh Eva, where is this coming from in the name of the Lord? Uh, I- Look, there's just low pressure pretty much consistently swirling over us the last few days. And what's happening is there's a load of fronts tied up in that. And what's happening today and tonight is that one of those fronts is just pushing in from the northeast and it's bringing a big whack of rain with it too. 
Yeah, and you know, I thought we've, uh, what had we uh, up till last evening, nearly about 24 hours of rain here. Not so bad in the northeast, but it was heavy enough at times. And then you get up today yeah. and here she is, full flight again. Rivers are full, drains are full. People are, you know, uh, in areas where they've never seen uh, rivers break the banks and that before. Is it going to ease, Aoife? Well, look, really through today, it is just going to keep persistently raining. And so we do have that yellow warning out for Louth and Mead now until midnight because that rain is just going to continue and keep topping up all those accumulations there. And that's going to lead to some flooding and some difficult travelling conditions as well. So it's really not going to help matters. Now, uh, this weekend, it does look like there'll be a bit of respite. So that rain will clear overnight tonight. It's going to be mostly dry over the weekend. There might be one or two light showers, but nothing to write home about. And unfortunately then, you know, typical for the time of year, looks like there's more rain on the way from Sunday night. And next week, it's looking like it's just going to be consistent rain feeding in off the Atlantic. Oh, Aoife, you're doing nothing to lift the spirits of the people <laughs> in the northeast today, but you're being honest, you're being honest, and I love that about it. But here's the general question, and I've mentioned this before. When you look at the rainfall in Ireland over 12 months, it doesn't vary much one year to the next, but you can get periods like this, can't you, where it's intense? You can. You can get wetter periods. And look... The, even the sea surface temperatures last while. We saw it over the summer with those really intense thunderstorms we get. Those sea surface temperatures can give way more energy to systems like this and just bring wetter conditions. So the warm sea surface temperatures definitely aren't helping matters now this, uh, the last few weeks. Um, but it does, like you said, it does happen where you get just periods of, of more rainfall, wetter conditions. And that seems to be what we're stuck in at the moment. If I ever hear you mentioning the drought warning again, I'll break up the shop here for sure after this. <laughs> <laughs> but Eva, listen, anyway, you have given us hope. The weekend is to be nice until we'll take it beyond that and see what happens. I know you're up to your exactly. tonsils there. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to me today. No problem. Thank you, Jerry. Take Bye. care of yourself. Bye. That's Eva Keeley there from Met Aaron. The weekend is to be good. You need this number now. 086-1800-658. That's the WhatsApp or text number. 086 1800 658 because I want you to identify this. Great! I love TV. We watch TV. TV Themes with Jerry Kelly on The Late Lunch. Remember that TV movie we saw? TV, TV, TV! Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Quite stylish. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Well, you see, I'm on the ball with the theme today because it's back. That show is back. It's in the news. I'm giving you a big clue now. What is the name of the show that that is the TV theme from? After two, Liz Kaplan. She can help you with your phobias. But on the way to two, this is the song for today. It's Rihanna. lady she signs herself says hi Jerry I was just up at the shop a while ago and listening to people moaning about it being very wet outside 
What about it, Jerry? They should thank God they're not living in Cork and look at the poor people there that lost their possessions, their businesses, their homes. That's a mess down there. They can't put them back together very easily. Folks, get over it. It's a drop of rain falling here in the northeast. You have your home. Look to Cork and see what happened down there. And uh, listening to them crying on the television last evening was heartbreaking. That comes in from Kells Lady. Thank you indeed for the messages. Keep them coming to us. 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text. Now, I'll put a question to you today, folks. If you're listening to me and you have a fear or a phobia, you know, you have a fear or a phobia. Have you done anything about it? Would you like to do something about it? Is it something that you'd like to be not part of your life? Well, stay with us on Late Lunch for the next while because I'm delighted to welcome back to the show someone who knows all about fears and phobias. She's a hypnotherapist and mindset coach, Liz Kaplan. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me back, Jerry. Very excited to be here today. And I'm delighted you're with me today because when you were leaving the last day, we talked about this and subsequently, and he says, I will come back and see what we can do. So, again, just saying to people today, if you live with a fear, if you live with a phobia, well, Liz Kaplan has been working with many, many people across both uh, for quite a long time. What's the difference between a fear and a phobia, please? Okay, so let's think of it this way, Jerry. A fear is like standing at the edge of a cliff and feeling scared. Okay. Uh, It's a natural response to a real danger. It's a basic survival mechanism that alerts us to potential threat. Okay. So, for example, being nervous before a big presentation or feeling uneasy when you uh, spot a large dog. If you're if you had a bad experience in the past, on the other hand, a phobia is like standing on the ground floor of a building, but still feeling as if you're on the edge of that cliff. It's Ah. an exaggerated, irrational um, fear response. So the the threat is neither minimal or non-existent, but the fear is intense. I get it now. I get what you're saying. You're actually safe when you're standing on that ground floor. But irrationally, your mind is telling you that there's grave danger. There's grave danger. So that's the difference. Fears. What are you talking about when you when you talk about fears? What would you categorize as fears? Main fears that you've come across with people? Things Um, like. I did come across a child that had a fear of buttons. And in your in your garment. Yes, in your garment. Really? Yes. I've never heard of that before, to be honest with you. A fear of heights. Yes, well known. Yeah, a fear of driving. Really? Yes, a fear of, um, after having um, a bad car crash. Yes. A fear of driving. That would be understandable, that yeah. to try and get back behind the wheel. What yeah. else? Other so examples? Then, um, fears of colours, believe it or not. <laughs> That's a it's funny hard one. It's hard to, yeah. you know, rationalise that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, but it's not rational. Yes, so we're back to that point so we're again. we're back to that point. And that's why it's very hard to deal with these things on a conscious level because you can't. Mm. And that's why hypnotherapy is so powerful because you don't work on the conscious level. You work on the subconscious level where the fear started. Did you ever come across as someone with a fear of a mirror? Fear of mirrors, yes. Is that, is that a real fear for it some people? It's totally a real fear for somebody that they will avoid... At all costs. At all costs, yeah. So there are a type of fears that you deal with. Where do fears start? Where do they come from? Where do they originate? Are we born, you know, is our makeup with certain people, you know, leave us 
predisposed to having fears. Okay, so we're only born, Jerry, with two fears. It's the fear of um, falling over mm. and the fear of sudden loud noises. It's like if somebody walked in here and banged the door, you jump. Now, the f- we should have fear of certain things. Obviously, you don't, you know, you need certain fears. You're not going to step out in front of a bus or yes. different things like that. But it's when a fear becomes irrational, that's where you need help. So what happens, what could happen, for instance, say, um, you might have a fear maybe of a cat and you might not know where a fear, you mightn't, people come to me, they don't even know where the fears come from. Yes. But this, the body and the mind hold everything. So the bo- the mind, subconscious mind knows exactly where the, that fear of that cat comes from. So the fear, you could be out walking and you see a cat. Now, a fear has you, you're, you're in control. You're in, in, you know, you can still have a little bit of control. You're aware of the cat there. Um, you can, you know, walk a little faster, get past. You use your willpower to get over that fear. Now, if that was a phobia, you would know exactly where that cat lived, what house that cat <laughs> lived in, and you would go around the houses literally to avoid that. So something can happen. Something triggers in a child possibly even in an adult that when there's and when there's a lot of emotion it's a it's the emotion that creates the fear so a child gets bitten maybe by a dog Mm. and the child is crying the parents crying the neighbors are crying everybody's crying there's loads of emotion now the child this scar goes away maybe and child grows up um 50 year old man 70 year old man and people are saying, why are you still afraid of a dog? You know, that little dog there, what's what's the matter? The thing is, our brain doesn't know the difference if something happened like two minutes ago or 40 years ago. Mm. If you, there's a part of our brain that takes a snapshot of what happened in that moment and stores it. And everything that looks like a dog, smells like a dog, walks like a dog, barks like a dog, will bring back that fear response into that person's body, no matter how many years it is past. Can you deal with that? Yes, very effectively, yes. You can deal with that? Yes. Folks, Liz Kaplan is making an <laughs> offer here today on Late Lunch. Have you a phobia? Do you want to just cover phobias or fears or both? What do you want to cover? Phobias. Either or. Either or. Yeah. Have you a fear? Have you a phobia? Liz That's Kaplan today is making an offer to work with you on Late Lunch. What about that? If you have something, she'll work with you. And she's proven to be successful in the past. If you have a fear of phobia, just message me now. 86 658 with your fear, just put fear of phobia on it. If you want to tell us what it is, go ahead uh, with your name and number. Do that for me now. Here's a chance to really he- get help, mm-hmm. courtesy of Liz Kaplan on Late Lunch today. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. If you have a fear of phobia, get in touch with us now. You know, phobias that I think of, you know, you, and you make that uh, explanation so clear there. You know, people have phobias of f- spiders. You mentioned dogs there. Flying mm. heights. These are ones that are, that I would be very common to me. Mm. I'm sure there are endless number of phobias. There is. There's fear of thunder and lightning, fear of injections. That's a big thing that came around for after the pandemic. People 
terrified of having inje- injections, vaccines. Yeah, I never thought yeah, of that. Yeah, fear of uh, ne- the needle. The needle. The, the needle. needle as such. Yeah, the needle. I can work with that. And so what what happens is um, with the techniques that I use, I um, I dissolve the fear. Like I, it's like you look back after the um, the time with me. You look back. And you'll see the memory, but you won't have the emotions. I collapse the emotions around the fears. So that's what makes you um, able to go out then and just live your life because we're held back by fear. And it's not just fears of dogs, animals, even, you know, there's fear of anxiety, uh, not like social anxiety. Yes. Fear of rejection. You know, that's a huge thing. People not putting themselves out there maybe for um, uh another job or asking for a pay rise, you know, don't want to be rejected. Those they all that all stems from a fear at some Mm. point or other. Mm. So fear is at the crux of so many things that are holding people back from living their best life. And it doesn't have to hold you back. No, it doesn't. That's the thing about it. It doesn't. You shouldn't have to put up with this or live with this. You're never, never. No, you don't. Like I have so many fears in my life and now the freedom I feel is incredible like I couldn't have done this <laughs> five years ago <laughs> but there you incredible. go no bother to you now you, you mentioned children and mm. neighbours and people who look after children parents mm. etc when it, say a crisis happens you, you mentioned it in the context of a dog bite um, for parents and people who are rearing children do you need to be careful that you don't pass on an irrational fear to your child very you need to be very aware. Mm. It's it's a very simple thing to do. Like, just say a, a parent doesn't like wasps and the wasps come into the <laughs> house and the parent is yeah. running around trying to kill the wasp. Now, that parent might have been stung by a wasp when they were a child, but... Um, the child is looking at the parent thinking, oh, you know, in their eyes, this is a lovely little thing flying around. But mommy's going around and afraid of this wasp. So obviously uh, I love her. So if she's she doesn't like this, then I should be afraid of it. So that's how a, a child can learn mm. to be afraid of something. If mm. a parent has a fear of a dog, the child will grow up thinking that dogs are bad. Yes. So you do have to be very, very aware um, of what, how you um, perceive fears, you know, yes. to be. Yes, there's an interesting one from a listener. Thanks. Keep the messages coming to us. Oh eight six eighteen hundred six five eight. If you have a fear or a phobia, Liz Kaplan is making an offer on late lunch today to help you. Listen to this one. Hi, Jerry. Will you ask Liz? about the fear of being enclosed in a small space, the fear of being trapped in a box, uh, not being able to see out. Have you heard of that one before? A listener wants to know. You know, I suppose for that person to get into a lift. OK, well, I can um, relate this to myself. OK. Who I, I would have been very, very um, afraid of small spaces. And I had to go for an MRI, which I thought, even knowing all that I know, that this was, I was, I was, I was scared. So I used self-hypnosis to get me through and be like, and, and be within the MRI on my head with that around me, where before the hypnotherapy, I would have just had a panic attack. Yes. So, yes, hypnotherapy. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can help. With that the, instance there. Yes, because sometimes it's not just what the person comes to you for, mm. but there could be an un, an, a deeper underlying fear that has caused that. I had a gentleman for fear of flying, which turned out that he, he um, it turned into an irrational fear where he didn't like to be in like even a downstairs toilet in his bathroom where he have to keep the door open. So he, he felt enclosed. Yes. So what it was really for him was he was he felt out of control. Yeah. It was control mm. and more more than the fear. Hypnotherapist and mindset coach Liz Kaplan is with me on Late Lunch today and we're talking about fears and phobias. There's a lovely message there. You may know this lady. Jerry. will you just say a big thank you to Liz for some wonderful help she gave me after the last time she was on the show with you. Sometimes I get reminders about the issue but I now can clear my mind quickly. Thanks to Liz Kaplan. Isn't that a lovely message? You probably know who that is. Mary there uh, sending you in that message. Thank you so much, Mary. I really uh, appreciate it. Um, another one there. Jerry. you won't believe this, but I find it so hard to sleep at night. I have an anxiety that I may not wake up. You know, for most of us, sleep, yes. you go asleep and you, I suppose you put your hands in the in, in the hands of the Lord, in my case or whatever, and, and you hope you will. But that's not irrational at all. It, it, it makes sense. I have a shocking fear. This is coming in now by the new tape. I have fear of needles. Uh, Liz mentioned that, of course, a while ago. A shocking fear, Jerry, of needles. There's another one for man. I have the most awful fear of being a passenger in a car. Did you ever hear that one before? A passenger. Yes. <laughs> yeah, in yes, a car. Yes. Th- there are many there. Look, mm. I-, I could just keep reading them, but thank you. Keep them coming to us if you have a fear of phobia. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. The message today is you don't have to live with this. No, you do not have to live with this. And normally it's only one session. How about that? One session and maybe another session or two to reinforce. Um, that's it. That's it. 
it's not an ongoing thing. You can no. impart that in yes, that, that space of time. That's how fast hypnotherapy is. And I think I said that to you the last time, that it it is so quick. Mm. You do not have to live with these fears that are holding you back and keeping you afraid in your homes or anything like that. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to gather up what we have here. We'll be in touch with Liz, be in touch with you and we'll pick a couple of you and Liz is going to work with you. And then we're going to come back to it here on the show down the road. You had recently, you were in the marshes recently. I know this and you got a great response in the marshes in Dundalk. You had loads of people talking to you. Yeah. Um, on the back of that, mm-hmm. you're doing something, aren't you? Yes, on the back of that, Jerry, and thank you so much for giving me a shout out because I had a lot of people that came down to see me that day. And um, I have an exciting invitation for all the parents listening. I'm going to be running an online workshop designed to empower parents to help their children overcome anxiety. The day in the marshes um was heartbreaking because so many parents and mothers in particular asked me could hypnotherapy help their children as young Jerry as four. Wow. As young as four. So um, this it was screaming out to me that parents we they need help maybe coping coping strategies little techniques little things that I can help them with help them to they don't their children won't even know it'll be games and funs and stuff like that so I'm designing a workshop um, and delve into practical techniques including hypnotherapy that they can use to support their child and manage their anxiety Um, and here's the best part for the first 30 people that inquire about this workshop will I will join them absolutely free Oh, great. Um, it's a fantastic opportunity to gain valuable insights and tools and to connect with other person facing similar people mm. facing similar challenges. So if you're interested in learning more and becoming a part of a supportive network, don't hesitate to get in touch. Remember, together we can make a positive difference in our child children's yeah. w- lives. Where do people get in touch? So um, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, I'm, on, I'm just under Liz Kaplan, L-I-Z-C-A-P-L-I-N. And any Anybody that gets in contact with, with me today through Instagram or social media, I want to offer them a free gift of a 10 minute hypnosis recording to help them with their anxiety. OK, uh, you won't get a better offer on Friday afternoon across the nation on the radio than you've just got there now from Liz Kaplan. So fears and phobias, you don't have to live with them. Liz is going to work with a couple of you. Let's see where we go with this and we will be back to it. Thank you so much for dropping in today and joining me on the show. It's great to see you again. Thank you so much, Jerry. I yeah. wish the listeners could see the smile on my face right now. Thank you and mine so too. much. <laughs> You're very, very welcome. Thanks for joining me, Liz. Now, this time on Friday afternoon, we give you an owl laugh. Knock, knock. Who's there? That's how it works. It's called comedy. Comedy. Comedy, comedy. Comedy, sir. Comedy. Classic comedy. Classic comedy. On the late lunch. I love comedy. Kerry Godleman is fantastic. I love her. She's a brilliant stand-up comedian. And here she is in full flight at the Apollo. Generally, I like coming to work these days because uh, I, I love my job. I like this job because I'm allowed to be sarcastic at work, you know, which I'm sure many of you do, but I'm contractually obligated to be <laughs> sarcastic at work. I used to do it in my old job. I remember I was like, oh, well done, Toby. That's a brilliant spaceship, you bitch. <laughs> that is how I lost my job in the primary school, really. But, uh, 
It's weird. Sarcasm is very popular, isn't it, in this country? We go mental for it. We love sarcasm. We're, sometimes I think it's too popular. Sometimes I think it creeps into situations where it doesn't really belong. Like, I'll give you an example. Recently, I was at the dentist, and they had a poster in the waiting room, and it said, Question, do I have to floss between all of my teeth? Answer, no, just the ones you want to keep. <laughs> I think sarcasm is appropriate in a medical context. Really. I mean, where do you draw the line with that? What if you're at the doctor's, at the GP in the waiting room, and there's a, a poster on the wall and it says, Question, can I eat all the pies? <laughs> Answer, there, you carry on, you thick, fat prat. <laughs> that would be quite an aggressive campaign, wouldn't it? Although what's tragic is you wouldn't reel back in shock if you saw it in this country. You'd be like, oh, right, well, I'll lay off the parties then. <laughs> I've maxed out all my credit cards. I love the adverts on the radio for credit cards when the woman's really excited. And she's like, get this credit card because it's brilliant. And there's zero interest for nine long months. And you can buy loads of stuff. And you can go into absolute denial about debt. And then... <laughs> She goes, subject to availability, non fixed variable APR, terms and conditions apply. Like, what did you just say then? That's not a reasonable way of communicating, is it? That's, you wouldn't tolerate being spoken to in that manner in any other situation in your life. You wouldn't put up with it. You wouldn't put up with it if, for example, you were out on a date and you thought to yourself, this bloke's attractive. And he says to you, I think you're attractive and I am solvent. <laughs> And I've got absolutely no emotional baggage. But I will be intending to take some return phone calls and erode your self-confidence. <laughs> like, sorry, I didn't catch everything you said then. You, you gabbled a bit then at the end. Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, sweetheart. Do you want another little glass of wine? Something like that. Do hope you're going for a tip. Can't be recording it for training purposes. <laughs> that would be quite unsettling, wouldn't it? You know, initially. <laughs> Push through. The other quite nice thing about this job is not only am I allowed to be sarcastic, I'm allowed to exaggerate. All comedians exaggerate. It's quite a comedic conceit to use exaggeration. And women are very good at exaggerating. Generally speaking, we're a lot better than men at it, I think, apart from the stuff. We're much better, we're much better at exaggerating than men. Women are very good at just slightly overreacting to arguably trivial things. We've got that covered. Like, you know when a woman puts her hand in her handbag to find her purse, but she doesn't immediately find her purse. <laughs> I've lost my purse. I'm not being funny, I'm going to have to cancel all of my cards now. And every... Oh, hang on, I found it! I found it! I hadn't checked the front pocket! What am I like? Isn't she absolutely brilliant? She's on the money. I've seen it myself. The parts in the bag and more besides. Kerry Godleman bringing us our laugh this Friday on your late lunch. Liz Kaplan, if you have a fear of phobia, do get in touch. It's 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. And she's going to work with a couple of LMFM listeners to see how we get on. She's brilliant. She really is. She's fantastic. Coming up soon on Late Lunch, the Keenans have a dilemma. Two boys under the one roof playing for different clubs in the county final at the weekend. Yes, we have the story coming up in a wee while on the show.
Joaquin Ducrow on Late Lunch this Friday afternoon. That is a fantastic song. It really is. I love it. Well done on that one. It's a cracker. Back to your fears and phobies. My daughter has a fear of birds, and especially when they fly out in front of her when she's driving. Yet they're danger for everybody, I have to say. And I'm always worried she could have an accident. Is it something you could help with? We'll talk to Liz about that for sure. The fear of the unknown, Jerry. Help, please. Well, sure, we're all afraid of the unknown. We don't know what the future holds. No need to fear about it. I often say what will be will be in life. And sometimes you can be unlucky with circumstances, etc. But there is no point in worrying it about it or having a fear about it either. Somebody else said, I love you, whoever you are. Jerry. I have a real fear of Tottenham Hotspur winning the league Spurs winning the league well as an Arsenal fan it's a fear I hold too but I don't think it'll happen they haven't won it since the early 60s colour television wasn't invented at the time just to remind Tottenham fans anyway uh, that hopefully will not come true but you never know they have a great manager in Ange Postacoglu I have to say that for sure now just reminding you on the football front that the Premier League is back this weekend and Premier League Live with Harvey Norman yes you can check out exclusive Premier League games every Saturday on Premier League Live with Trevor Welch on the LMFM app powered by TalkSport four big games tomorrow midday well slightly after midday half 12 Liverpool Everton then it's Manchester City up against Brighton at 2 o'clock Chelsea Arsenal oh the big rivalry that is for sure there's a big rivalry here in LMFM by the man looking after me today and myself I'll tell you more about that later on anyway he's still talking to me <laughs> at the minute Fiona O'Brien he's a Chelsea fan I'm an Arsenal fan made the best team win half five tomorrow and then at eight o'clock tomorrow night an easy one for Sheffield United they have Manchester United at home anyway you can listen on the LMFM app to all of those big games we're going to take a short break on the show and afterwards, yes, brothers in arms, but they won't be on Sunday in the county final. The Keenan family are so looking forward to the county final on Sunday. What final am I talking about? The Louth minor final this coming Sunday. It's a big one for all the boys taking part. But you see, the Keenans are looking forward to it. And probably in another way, they're a bit torn because you see... The two boys, Adam plays for John Mitchell's, the combined team, and Evan is a St. Mary's man. So, the Keenans are going to win one way or the other, but, and it's a big but. Let me have a chat first. Who have I first on the line? Have I Evan or have I who else? Who's on the line with me? Uh, yeah, Evan, how are you? Thanks for joining me on the show uh, this afternoon. Well, 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 tell me about you and uh, the Marys. H- have you always played for the Marys? Uh, yeah, I've played with the Marys since I was around seven years old, and I've been with them since. So I've been playing with the Marys a good ten years now, at least. Is this your first minor final? Uh, no, I was part of the panel from last year's minor final. Oh, well. so you have experience. You know what it takes. Yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you have a great crop, I have to say that. And the Marys have had for a number of years. You're producing a lot of good young players. Why is that? Is there an explanation why you're so good? Uh, well, you'd have to give it to the coaches like we've load of class coaches all the way up through the ages in the Marys and they've just been coaching all the players and like yeah we've some class players coming up through the younger ages mm. and is this your final year as a minor Evan? Uh, yeah this is my last year and I'm 17 so this is my last year of the game are you, com- are you confident the blue and white are going to do it on Sunday? 
I think if we play our best and we play the way we know we can play, I think we should win. I think it'll be a tight game. Mm, there's not going to be a lot to choose. Everybody's saying that that it's it's hard to call. Actually, w- w- where are you with your other aspects of life? What are you doing school or study wise? Uh, I'm in fifth year of school now, so there's a lot of homework and a lot of studying. But uh, you always make time for the sports now, so it's a game of training some nights, and you some nights you have to miss out on the homework and stuff. So. Oh, my heart bleeds for you. My heart bleeds for you that you have to miss out. And I'm sure that's killing you all together. Don't worry, you'll put the big push in next year in the sixth year. Um, what's the training schedule like? How often do you train on, on, in a championship? Uh, most weeks we'd be training two nights a week for around an hour and an hour and a half. But this week we've been three nights a week preparing for the final, so... They've mm. all, all the sessions are preparing for the final now. Good on you. Listen, put me on to the younger brother there. Adam is standing by. I know they're the phone as well. Hi, Adam. Well, Adam, how is the form? You're younger than Evan. Are you younger, is it? Yeah, I'm younger. I'm 15. Is it true that you played for the Marys at one stage? Yeah, I played for the Marys from about under 9, so I'd say under 11. Then I quit Gaelic for about two years. And listen, when you came back, why didn't you go back to the Marys? <laughs> uh, mostly because my friends were joining the Mitchells, you know. I was just like, I quit to play soccer and I, when I was coming back, I heard a few of my friends are going to the Mitchells, so I said, I may as well. So you betrayed the Marys <laughs> to join the Mitchells. Look at it, look, I'm... I'm, I'm Good on you. You're, you're playing football and you're back. That is the, the main thing about it. Just explain to listeners, the Mitchells, what's the combination? John Mitchells, who else is in the combined uh, side? John Mitchells, Lan Lira, uh, Saban and Andrew Connell. Holy God, you have half a mid-load there. So the, the poor Marys. The Marys haven't a chance. Go out of that. These are like an international. These are the barbarians of, of, of the championship. You saw that much of a pick there. I've heard this before. You beat the Blues in the semi-final, didn't you? Yeah, we beat the Blues. Yeah, and you beat, the, you beat the Feckins as well, who are, have a good side, yeah? Yeah. Oh, listen. And I should, they're all moaning, like what I said there. I should, that, that, that team, there's so many players. That, should, they're nearly unbeatable. What do you say to that? What do you say to that? Come on, respond. Here's your chance, Adam. Oh, I just say, uh, they weren't saying that to me. I win <laughs> Do you know what I'll say to it? It's sour grapes, Adam. It's sour grapes. Yeah. That's what I say to all concerned. Anyway, what's the story? Are you confident you're going to knock the, the Marys off the pedestal on Sunday? Uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say we'd be confident enough. Yeah, if we bring our A game, I'd say we should do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the dynamic like in the house there? Are you, are you still the best of buddies, as I said at the beginning, brothers in arms? Are you still best of friends no matter what happens on the football field? I don't know, there might be a bit of tension. <laughs> <laughs> I love it! Tension in the Keenan household this weekend. Now, folks, you think this is plain sailing. Not a bit of it. Do you hear that? There's tension between <laughs> Adam and Evan. Uh, it'll be tough on the loser, won't it, Adam? It will. Yeah, yeah, it will, yeah. Mm, and I'd say there's plenty of else slagging. What do you do with the card? You know the way you display, you see the cards going around with the colours of the county finalists. Uh, did your mother or father decide to perhaps no colours? Or have you one colour on one side of the car and a different one on the other? Yeah, I think my dad's taken uh, 
Jesus, everything has to be cut down in the middle of the war in the house. Oh, but look, on a serious note, isn't it a wonderful achievement that both the airplane and the loud mine are final, though it be oh, on different sides? It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah. Good experience. Yeah, where are you? Where are you school-wise? What year are you in and where are you going to school? Uh, I go to RD and I'm in TY transition year. Ah, oh, sure, listen, you have no homework or nothing to do? Nope. <laughs> you have the handiest year ever. Oh, now, yeah. I'm, now I'm feeling sorry for the other fella. I was slagging him about the homework. Now I'm feeling sorry about him that you're in TY. T- <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, listen, you're great fellas. But look, it's a wonderful occasion to look forward to and made the best team win. Is your dad standing by there? Could I have a word with Sean? Yeah, yeah, he's here. Thanks a million. Well, Jerry, how are you? Sean, you've two great fellas there. You really have the full of the crack as well, I'll tell you that. They're all uh, well tuned into what's happening. Sean, is it is it a challenge for yourself and ma'am? Ah, it is, yeah. Look, it's, it's great that both of them are there, and, and, and I think, as Evan said, shout out to, to all the mentors for, for, for helping both of them get there. So it's great. Ah, yeah, but I know it was great. It was great old banter, great old crack in the house. It's, it's tension at times, I suppose, when they've been coming in from training. You know, the, the logical thing is, oh, yeah, we're working on tactics, Dad. And I said, oh, you, you can't can't be revealing the tactics when your brothers are around. So it's, it's a bit of a, a keep, keeping things under wraps. So, yeah, there's a bit of, there's a bit of tension. But no, no, it's, it's it's got to crack me, myself and my wife Louise. Look, we always enjoy it in the sideline. You do, you do get kind of get the look from supporters where we're clapping for both sides when they score. You know, yeah. so you get the few odd looks, but you're lucky. It's, uh, it's great, sir. Ah, uh, it is. It's a it's a, it, it's, place, it's a pretty unique story as well to have two boys on, on on opposing teams in a county final. So, you which of them do you take to the matches and training, and Louise takes the other? What way does it split? Well, I tend to say, look, we mix it up, but I think uh, a lot of the time I tend to take Adam and, and Louise will take Evan, you know, because the, the, the mother gets more excitable, you know, than, than, yeah. than I do. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of better that way. And Adam doesn't get as stressed, you know. So. <laughs> Oh, you know something, it, it, it's wonderful to chat to you ahead of a wonderful occasion like this. So do you think yourself and Louise, and of course we've got to mention you have a daughter, Sarah, as well. Who does she support? She plays with the Mitchells as well. Oh, so, right. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So yeah she, I know she, she, loves it. she loves it, actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. It's a great old set up there. And, and uh, yeah, she t- she, she's been well-schooled by the two lads out, out in the garden there. She, she's got the rough and tumble, so she's... she's She's coming good on the football in front herself, you know. Yeah. So, so what the the surmise on Sunday evening or Monday? What you're going to do? How you're going to cope with the outcome, Sean? Well, I might have, might have to have a, a word with your your previous list or your previous guest there, Liz, to see if there's any any way we can you know cope better with it. Because I'd imagine we we might have to seek a bit of family counselling after this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever way it goes, you know. Ah, listen, you're great. Wonderful to talk to you both today on the show, to the boys and yourself. And I want to wish you all the very best for the weekend. And I know the boys are together. They play basketball for Dramiskin Dynamite. So they do come together under the one roof with a sport. Good luck to the Mitchells combination. Good luck to the Marys. May the best team win. Adam, Evan and all the Keenans have a great weekend. Thank you for joining me, folks. Thanks a million, Jerry. Appreciate it. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Aren't they wonderful? It's lovely. What a story that is. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. On the way, top of the hour three. News, weather and sport in the company of Mr Bill Withers. And yes, they'll be leaning on each other. The weekend and the finals. The senior final, the minor final and every other final that's happening. God willing, it will with the weather. 
Anyway, it's Mr. Withers and lean on me on your late lunch this Friday afternoon. Don't mind about the rain. Put on the kettle there. Cup of tea or coffee. Put the feet up and stay with us here in Late Lunch on the LMFM radio. Now let's reprise our TV theme. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs Quite stylish And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged <laughs> But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs Yes, it's back Frazier, I was looking for, yes, Kelsey Grammer and Nicholas Lindhurst of Only Fools and Horses fame joining them in the uh, remake there. And it's going down well, I have to say, with the critics. Anyway, a winner today, and thanks to everybody who uh, got the answer right, Neve Bird, we will be in touch to send you out a lovely little gift from Late Lunch. Well done to you. Uh, birthdays today, have to mention Shirley Lane, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Anthony in Limerick, sending you good wishes. And one of our great, great listeners, Sheila Maloney, it's a big birthday today. Your family have been in touch to wish you well, Sheila. And I do too. And everybody at LMFM, have a wonderful birthday. Now, it's time to do this on Late Lunch. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number one from this week in 1995. We've been counting down from five on Monday and it is a biggie for sure. It's from their fifth album called Life. And it was uh, co-produced by their frontman Mick Hucknell. You know who I'm talking about now. And it became a massive number one in the UK. Staying there for a number of weeks. Yes, it's our number one from 95 this very week. It's fairground. Love the fairground attraction. It's a group as well. But that song is Fairground by Simply Red, the number one in our top five countdown from this very week in 1995. And we'll uh, come up with another top five for you next week and we'll do it each day on the show roundabout this time. No David Sheehan with us today, he's otherwise engaged. But we're going to finish the show today with a little story from Navin Carol Wilson. An accessible swing that isn't accessible. Stay with us. Carol Wilson is on the line and she has a beautiful granddaughter called Maisie who lives in Navin. And last weekend they were in Blackwater Park. Pick up the story from there, will you, Carol? What happened? How you doing, Jerry? Um, yeah, we were decided that because it was a beautiful day Saturday, we went down to the Blackwater Park, which is a gorgeous park. Lovely park, lovely playground. And myself, my daughter, my husband and Maisie... And her little brother, we all we we frequent that park a lot mm. when we're down that way in Navan, and because um, it's the nearest park to Maisie, it's literally around the corner from our house. And um, well, we got to the park and we met one of Maisie's neighbours, and she's saying, "You'll never believe it! Look what they have over here." She said, "They have an able, an able swing mm. that you can use with your wheelchair." So we went over and we were all excited to go over the swing. And um, when we got there, it was locked. There's a gate, there's like a railing around the swing. Yeah. And it was locked. 
and on forward inspection looking at the swing it was actually bolted to the ground so there's like a lock on the swing as well yes. that could be for you know safety reasons I suppose if an able-bodied child got over the railings and you know tried to use it um, unsupervised hmm. but I suppose their point was like put the swing in like that and there's no way to access it Maisie was really upset she was kind of you know why is it locked why can't I use it um, you know, the one thing in the park that she could use. Yes. Because she can't use a normal swing because her, she, I should explain, Maisie has spina bifida and hydrocephalus. Yes. Um, and um, she's, she is mobile to an extent, you know, but she uses her chair a lot. Um, but she, she, her balance wouldn't be great, so she couldn't sit in a normal swing like a normal, like an able body child would. Mm. Um, she, she, she'd topple backwards. You know, yes. and this was just amazing. We've seen this that she could use this. You know, mm. um, so the disappointment. Like there was no signage there to say that. You know, this is where you can go and access a key, or maybe it wasn't in use at the moment. But to have it on display in that way, that you know, and not even sign to say, well, okay, it'll be opening in two or three weeks' time. Anything like that, you know. So yes. And, 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 and I can feel the disappointment in your voice, and I'm sure for yes. Maisie as well. A high one minute and the next minute she's on the ground, our hopes dash, yes. she can't use it. Well, let me tell you that uh, our Louise was in touch with Mead County Council, and I just want to l- let you know this. Uh, they've come back to us, and we, we thank them for it. They say that the installation of the swing was only completed late last week, and it wasn't open at the weekend until we put a system in place for accessing the swing. So what they propose is the key will be stored on site in a secure keypad box. Signage will also be erected advising those who wish to use the swing to contact Mead County Council Customer Service or the out-of-hours number for the code to open the box. When finished using the swing, the key is to be put safely back in the box. It is hoped that this system will be in place early next week. That's the coming week. There is no charge, nor is there intended that there will be a charge for using the wheelchair swing. Good news. Good news. Very good news. Um, Just because it was was a Facebook page, Navin Community, and people were saying they had to pay €10 for the key. No. Not going to happen. Free. Free, free, free. And will be available early next week. And the system, I like what they've done there as well. They're trying to secure it, as you understand, as best they can, that no one gets in and vandalises or whatever. And it'll be there for uh, the likes of Little Maisie and others to use. So there you are. All's well that ends well today. Thank you to Mead County Council for getting in touch with us. And please, God, that disappointment will be short-lived for Maisie. And you'll all be back there. And she'll be swinging to our heart's content. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks very much, Jerry, And thanks, Louise, for getting in touch with uh, Mead County Council on our behalf. She's very good. Thanks so much. Not at all. We want to finish the week on a high note. Thank you for talking to me, Carol. Have a nice weekend. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks Take for care of yourself. Not at Take all. Bye, bye, bye. Good news story to finish the week on late lunch. Want to say my thank yous to Louise Walsh, my producer. Couldn't do without her. To the guests who've joined us during the week. Those people make this show. They do indeed. And to you, our listeners, who join us and interact with us every day of the week. And to Mr. Fiona O'Brien, who took me safely today through the last couple of hours. And talk about a rivalry 
in the, the Keenan family. There's a rivalry here too. Fionn's up for Chelsea. I'm up for the Gunners tomorrow. Made the best side win. Anyway, Eddie Caffrey's coming next to the drive here on LMFM Radio. It's going to dry up tomorrow and Sunday. Have a nice weekend. Do come back and join us for a brand new week of Late Lunch from Monday at 1.30. But we leave you today in the company of Mr. Dermot Kennedy. Have a nice weekend. Lately I've been living in a dream The past feels like a better place to be The days we spent just sitting by the sea Empyrean skies can't compete with those eyes The colors of that dress you love to wear Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods For 50 to 80% less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.